Mara 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise God. Morning, everyone. Welcome to the five by the world global times of devotion with the Lord. Today we're going to be praying for the nation of Angola. Hallelujah. We're going to be praying for the nation of Angola according to the scriptures. Second Timothy, first Timothy 2 from verse 1 to 4. I'm going to quickly start. Everyone in that nation are going to be declaring 
that they are living a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Hallelujah. Because this is what the Lord our God wants. Hallelujah. We're going to be praying that all men in the nation of Angola will come to the knowledge of the truth of God's word and they are saved. Hallelujah. Let us begin to pray. And you will let your mouth up to pray. Sakapa, <laughs> <laughs> 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Is there anyone from the nation of Angola represented here? Please can you raise up your hands? Is there anyone from Angola here? You are from the nation of Angola. Okay. 
We thank you for the mission of Angola and Halilis. As we declare in accordance with your word, we pray for the president of Angola. Yes, we declare, hallelujah, that they are making the right decisions, hallelujah. They go song that that they are leading the people in a peaceable and quiet life, hallelujah, in all godliness and goodness. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus, we can that all men in the nation of Angola, they are coming to the knowledge of the truth, hallelujah, and they are saved, hallelujah, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Father. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory to God. Yes, concerning the mission of Angola. Father, I pray and I thank you. For all men in the nation of Angola, I pray for our prime minister, I pray for their kings, I pray for the president of the nation, for the ministers and for the governors, I pray for the president, hallelujah, President Jao Longkare, Lorecon, President Jao Lorecon, at this time, we pray and using him as a point of contact. We pray that all in authority in this country. I ask, Father, that you would pour out your spirit of salvation upon the nation of Angola, bringing many to salvation, to the knowledge of the truth. Yes, Father, let your kingdom come upon the nation of Angola. The name of Jesus is named upon and is glorified in the country. We lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty in the nation of Angola. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I rebuke and restrain every force of evil in Angola. I rebuke, hallelujah, every evil spirit of anarchy, of violence, of deception and war in the name of Jesus Christ. I watch out Satan and his demons of darkness from the nation of Angola. And I bring in the ministry of angels, the kingdom of God has come upon Angola and the will of God is done. Good triumph over evil in Angola and righteousness prevails forevermore. Yes, Lord, you love the nation of Angola and you planned good for them. You filled Angola with your goodness. But even men have attacked economies of nations and put them in poverty. Now I pray in the name of Jesus against such men and women responsible for creating poverty in vision. Men and women who have attacked the financial system of the nation of Angola and created poverty with their great selfishness and evil works. In the name of Jesus, I bring the financial systems of Angola from these dubious men and women. I free the nation of Angola from terrible economic policies orchestrated by these people that have bound them and kept them in poverty. I declare that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, 
You know, these evil people proceed no further. I frustrate their evil plans and I diminish their resources. I cut off their influence and power to control the nation of Angola. What just selfish thing. I free Angola from fear and I proclaim the leaders for her leaders and her people. I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus that Angola is free to enjoy the goodness of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I repel, I counsel, and I appropriate every unjust and evil law passed in parliament or by decree in Angola. Only laws that are to the benefit of the people is consistent in consistency with the righteousness of God. Only such laws stand. I declare that every draconian law hurriedly and secretly passed during the COVID-19 fiasco to perpetrate the, in, the to perpetrate and plan, the planned evil are cut down in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray for all who are sick in the nation of Angola. I receive grace and mercy for them. And I declare that. The love of God prevails in their behalf and the healing power of God overwhelms them and they are restored to wholeness and they come to know the love of God and his salvation. Those that they serve God with their lives in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, I pray for the church of Jesus Christ in the nation of Angola. I pray for ministers of the gospel and Christians. Hallelujah. They lead in the nation of Angola. I declare that they are strong in faith, giving glory to God. They are filled with the knowledge of God's will. You know, wisdom and spiritual understanding. They are bold, fearless, and courageous. They are not terrified by their adversaries, but are forced in advancing the cause of the gospel and the kingdom. They are filled with the knowledge of God's will. Descending these end times, hallelujah. I pray for them, those being persecuted, hallelujah, that they are delivered from wicked and unreasonable men in the nation of Angola, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Angola belongs to Christ. Angola is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Angola lives in peace and prosperity. Angola is full of the goodness of the Lord and their treasures everywhere in the nation of Angola. Oh, Balaka, Yes, hallelujah. The people are experiencing the goodness of the Lord in the nation of Angola. Yes, hallelujah. They are experiencing the treasures, hallelujah. They are experiencing peace. They are experiencing prosperity unlimited by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, precious Father. Yes, you just mean we get an unreasonable men are permanently cut off. From every economic, political, financial dealings of the nations of Angola, in the name of the Lord Jesus, and the nation becomes prosperous continually in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, praise the Lord forevermore. Oh, hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, good night. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, you are welcome to start by the world global change of the worship of the Lord. And I say very big thank you to the Sister Samaka for the opportunity to be the saints of God in this time of intercessory prayers for the nation of Angola. And I said to them, I'm grateful for the opportunity. 
right away we're going to be going into session of praise and worship after we be going into the rest of the off reality schedule. Over to you, dear sister Grace. Thank you so very much. We have a beautiful day. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Esteem Pastor Debbie, for that powerful session of prayer for the country, Angola. Thank you so much, Esteem Pastor Amarak, for the opportunity to lead God's people in worship. Thank you so much, Ma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from at this time. Just go ahead and lift up your hands to our Lord Jesus Christ. He rules over all nations. He's the governor of every nation. Oh, Lord, worship you. As the morning dew, love is refreshing. It's peace in your presence, joy overwhelming. In your light, I see light. You're the spirit of my life. You're the essence of love. Your word is greater than all. God, my creator. As the morning dew, your love is refreshing. There's peace in your presence, joy overwhelming. In your light, I see light. You're the spirit of my life. You're the essence of love. Your word is greater than all. God, my creator. All generations worship you. You rule over nations and their leaders. With righteousness and justice, and you reign. In glory and in power, Lord, you reign. In glory and in power, all generations worship you. You rule over nations and their leaders with righteousness and justice, and you reign in glory and in power lord you reign in glory and in power all generations worship you rule over nations and their leaders with righteousness and justice and you reign in glory and in power lord you reign 
in glory and in power, in glory and in power, mighty God, you reign in the heavens and the firmament, mighty God, you reign through all eternity. Mighty God, you reign in the heavens and the firmament. Mighty God, you reign through all eternity, from everlasting to everlasting, you reign. You reign from eternity to eternity. You reign, Lord, you reign from everlasting to everlasting. You reign, you reign from eternity to eternity. You reign. You reign from everlasting through all the nations. You reign, you reign from eternity to the ends of the earth. You reign, you reign from everlasting to everlasting. You reign, you reign. From eternity to eternity, you reign, you reign, you reign, you reign, Lord Jesus, you reign, oh yes, you reign, oh yes, you reign, you reign, Lord Jesus, you reign, oh, you reign, yeah, you reign, you reign, mighty God, you in the heavens and the firmament, mighty God, you reign through all eternity, mighty God, you reign in the heavens and the firmament, mighty God, you through all eternity, from everlasting to everlasting, you reign, you reign from eternity to eternity, you reign. Yes, you reign from everlasting to everlasting. You reign, you reign.
from eternity to eternity. You reign, you reign in every nation and every tribe. You reign, you are king from eternity to eternity. You reign, you reign from everlasting. Yes, oh God, you reign, you reign from eternity to eternity. You reign, you reign. All generations worship you. You rule over nations and their leaders with righteousness and justice, and you reign in glory and in power. Yes, you reign, oh Lord, in glory and in power. All generations give you praise. You rule over nations and their leaders with righteousness and justice, and you reign in glory and in power. Lord, you reign, yes, you reign in glory and in power. All generations worship you. You rule over nations and their leaders in righteousness and justice, and you reign. In glory and in power, Lord, you reign. In glory and in power, in glory and in power, from everlasting to everlasting, you reign, Lord, you reign from eternity to eternity. Yes, you reign, Lord, you reign from everlasting. Oh, yes, Lord, you reign, you reign in every nation, every city, every continent, Lord, you reign, you reign in the schools, in the marketplaces, oh, yes, you reign, you reign over nations, over powers, over principalities, Lord, you you reign, yes, you reign over governments, yes, over kings, Lord, you reign, you reign over policies, yes, over nations, Lord, you reign, you reign over everlasting to everlasting you reign you reign 
from coast to coast, from islands to islands, you reign. Yes, you reign from everlasting to everlasting, you reign. Jesus, you reign from eternity. To eternity you reign, oh, you reign over nations, over tribes and kings. You reign, Lord, you reign in our schools, our markets, our offices, Lord. You reign, you reign in our families, in our churches, on our streets, Lord, you reign. Yes, you reign from eternity to eternity. You reign, you reign from generations to generation. You reign, you reign. From eternity to eternity, you reign, you reign from generation, oh God, you reign. Oh, from eternity to eternity, you reign, you reign. All the praises to your name, praises to your name, the King of Kings, glory to your name, oh God, praises to your name, praises to your name, the Lord of Lords. You're the Holy One. Hey, praises to your name. Praises to your name, the King of Kings. Glory to your name. Oh, praises to your name. Praises to your name, the Lord of Lords, the Holy One. Hey, praises to your name, praises to your name, Prince of Peace, glory to your name, all the praises to your name, adoration to your name, the King of Kings, the Holy One, all the worship to your name. Praises to your name, the Prince of Peace. Glory to your name, oh God. Praises to your name, adoration to your name, the King of Kings, the Holy One. 
praises to your name fire all the worship to your name the praise of peace glory to your name oh god adoration to your name forever praise to your name the king of kings hallelujah glory to god praises to your name oh god and you reign in all the earth. Glory, glory, glory. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Welcome to a great time of devotion with the Lord. God is gracious, God is kind, is faithful and just. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Grace, for helping us worship God in an amazing time of praise. And thank you, esteemed Pastor Deborah, for the time of intercessory prayers using Angola as the point of contact for the nations. Praise the Lord. Please find time to pray for Angola in your personal times of prayers and declare words concerning that country. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are going to be reviewing the Rhapsody of Realities article for today. And today is Wednesday, the 4th of May, 2022. The title of today's devotional article, Protect Your Heart. Protect Your Heart. Keep that heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. You find that in Proverbs 4.23, and that's our opening text for today. The article is on your screen, so we can go through it together. One of the most remarkable things about David was Samuel's testimony in 1 Samuel 13 verse 14 about his heart. David had a heart that was after God. That's one of the greatest blessings to ever wish for, having a heart that's perfect towards God and a willing mind to do his perfect will. It's a great blessing from God, but it doesn't work by itself because you have a mind and a will of your own. Remember, God gave Saul, David's predecessor, a good heart, 1 Samuel 10, verse 9. Yet he didn't serve God perfectly. When Saul first met Samuel, the prophet, the Bible says the Spirit of God came upon Saul and he prophesied together with the prophets, 1 Samuel 10, 10. That was the outward manifestation of what he had received. There was a change on the inside. The Bible specifically says that God gave Saul another heart. But Saul didn't maintain his perfect heart. He offered a burnt offering against spiritual instructions, 1 Samuel 13, 9-11. At another instance, he wouldn't destroy the Amalekites and everything connected to them as the Lord expressly instructed, 1 Samuel 15, 1-11. Rather than being remorseful and repentant when he was confronted by Samuel, he was proud. As a result, he was rejected by God from being king over Israel. 1 Samuel 15, 26. So much so, the Lord said, I regret making Saul king, for he had turned back from following me and has not performed my commands. 1 Samuel 15, 11, Amplified Classic Translation. 
what a terrible place to be. Observe the progression. Saul then became envious of David and continued in his rebellion towards God. His heart went after other things. This is the reason you must protect your heart. Keep it pure. Keep it sanctified with God's word. Never let anything unwholesome take root in your heart. Pride, anger, malice, bitterness, hatred, these are poisonous to the heart. Complete, completely ensure them from your life and from your heart. Your thoughts come from your heart. The character of your thoughts reveal the condition of your heart. When you were born again, you were given a heart of love. The Bible says the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Romans 5 verse 5. You have a heart of love, a heart that's filled with God. Protect it. Maintain it. Keep it the way God wants it. Praise the Lord. So many instructions in today's um, devotional article. And, you know, as, as I read, I believe that the Lord began to minister to you and bring different things to your spirit while you read the article today. And um, there are just key things that if you do them, your heart will be fine. You know, if you've been here, especially in this year, you would agree with me that at different times, the Lord has brought us the message of walking in love and not allowing offenses in our hearts. And he made us understand that in these last days, the devil is going to use deception for the unbeliever, you know, because they don't know the truth. They don't have knowledge, so they can easily be deceived. You know, it takes someone who knows an original currency to be able to identify a fake, you know, so they don't know, so they are easily deceived. We know, so deception is not so much of a challenge for the Christians in the body of Christ, especially for us in a ministry like ours, when knowledge comes to us consistently from our man of God. But for the Christian, offense becomes a major tool that the devil uses in these last days. That's why you will see that towards the end of today's devotional article, Pastor began to talk about not allowing bitterness, hatred, anger, resentment, you know, all of those um, things that pollute the heart that come as a result of offenses, not allowing them in your heart. And he was telling us to guard our hearts and to walk in love. You know, love is a choice. Walking in love is a choice. And you have the ability to love. The Bible says the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. You know, I, I, I once had an incident where someone had um, done something that really, really hurt me. I felt really betrayed, felt very hot. And, you know, it was difficult at that time to see the person and even want to say hello or the, the sight of the person was, 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 was resentful, let me put it that way. But you see, um, you know, that's why if, um, um, if you look at today's devotional article, pastor said that keep your heart sanctified with God's word. A man who is always given to the word has an opportunity for God to consistently work on him. And if God has access to work on you consistently, you would always be fine as a Christian. So I remember that in the word, you know, when, when things like that happen, I'm quick to gather messages that help in that area. Love dimensions, 
is one of it. If these things being you is one of it, there are some, so there are some other messages too in that um, area, you know. And I remember that scripture that said, the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So I would say it again and again. I would say it again and again. I would tell myself, the love of God is shared abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit. I love, I love, I love in spite of, I love against all odds. And I'll say it again and again and again. And then, you know, when they say, oh, yes, you forgive, but you will not forget. Really, it's up to you what you want. We, we have the, the, the mindset of the righteous and we know all things. We bring all, the Bible says the Holy Spirit has the ability to bring all things to our remembrance. But the Holy Spirit also has the ability to make us forget the things that we should not remember, right? Because it's His, it's his will that we walk in love. If we continue to remember offenses, then we may not walk in love, you know, and then I would, I would say it again and again. I would say this one, I forgive and I forget. And then, you know, there was this particular incident, the one I'm referring to that really, um, after about a month, I had forgiven the person and I had in, 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 I had really forgotten what happened, that it took someone else to remind me. What am I trying to say? It doesn't matter how offensive something has been done against you, you really can forgive and you can actually forget that incident. Sometimes the Lord doesn't want you to forget, but the forget the forgetfulness of the case, you forget the hurt, you forget the offenses, but you don't forget the lessons that you learned from it. Because sometimes certain things happen and the Lord expects you to apply wisdom, you know, to um to work with, to relate with the same person. If you have a case where, um, for instance, a lady um, visited somebody and was molested, it would be foolish of her to show up in that place anymore, even after forgiving the person. It is not wisdom, you know, to put yourself in such a, um, um, a situation anymore. So there's a place where even though, yes, you have forgiven and you have made the effort to, by the spirit of God, to forget the incident so that it doesn't hurt you, the spirit of God also causes you to walk in wisdom so that you don't repeat certain mistakes that led you into certain ways of errors and give people the opportunity to offend you so but in all god has the ability to cause you to love and to walk in love at all times we see the story of saul the king and so many instances that were given. You know, sometimes the Lord tells you to do something. It matters to God that you do what he tells you to do. You know, in the course of doing what God has asked you to do, people will have nice suggestions. People will have nice opinions. And if you are not careful, you might find yourself, you know, um, adjusting to people's good ideas based on what God has asked you to do. You must learn to know exactly God, what God has said and stick to the instructions, stick to the plans. Saul said that, oh, you know, um, the people wanted us to take out, take, take some um, animals, you know, for sacrifice and all of that. But God told you, destroy everything. Everything is everything. You know, so it's a nice idea, right, to have animals for sacrifice. But God didn't tell him that those are the animals that he wanted for sacrifice. If God wants sacrifice, of which at that time God would receive sacrifice, he had the ability to provide sacrifice. And of course, Saul was king. He was rich. 
So they were not looking for animals for sacrifice. It's just like saying that, oh, okay, you know, if I take this bribe now, I'll be able to hit that target of 1 billion or, you know, we're doing PCOC or we're giving for Rhapsody. If I take this bribe now, this bribe is so much. After all, what's the matter? You know, I'll be able to hit the target. If I don't take the bribe, maybe I just have, um, I can only just maybe sponsor a thousand copies of Rhapsody. But if I take this bribe now, I can do that 1 million copies and more. God appreciates that 1,000 that you can do. Do it and he will bless it. And from the harvest that will come from it, you'll be able to do much more. You know, so you can relate it to different scenarios of life. What has God asked you to do? And what are the um, opportunities of life that come up every day, whether good or bad, you know, presenting before you and giving you a path to do something else other than what God has called you to do. Make up your mind that you will stand your ground to do what is right. The Bible says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man would see the Lord. You know, um, um, when it comes to the issue of holiness, so many Christian virtues in our world seem to have eroded. You know, we seem to have allowed fashion and trend and, you know, um, all the many things that are happening globally to erode some of the Christian virtues and morals that we grew up learning, especially for those of us who grew up in Christian homes. You see, God hasn't changed his uh, dynamics for Christianity. God, has, God hasn't changed Christian character. He hasn't changed Christian doctrine. He hasn't changed Christian lifestyles. So it seems like those things that used to be very forbidding now are acceptable and now are okay. That your word has signed it as okay doesn't mean God has signed it as okay. The word of God remaineth. The Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will remain. God's word remain as he has instructed, Christ has endorsed it. The word is not going to change. I would say that the word of God is not going to change to adjust to the way of the world. The world is supposed to adjust to the word of God. And this is why we are here to transform and network our world with the word. So we are the examples that the world should see and adjust to. We cannot keep adjusting to the world. Romans 12 in the message translation, I would read that in closing. Romans 12. He says, so here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your gaze, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, listen to this, unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Brothers and sisters, this is the way of God. The world will make you immature, make you 
you, you see these things, it's there for you to see. If you really want to see, we all have eyes that can see. We're Christians. We see with the eyes of the spirit. Don't take things at face value. There's so much, you know, I like to share, but I would like to call it a day here concerning the devotional article and then hand over to esteemed pastor me for the next segment. But please be inspired by the word to do what God has asked you to do and live your life to the best for the Lord. Praise God. Over to you, esteemed pastor Inye. Thank you, Ma, for this opportunity. And thank you for the Rhapsody of Realities um, section. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connected from at the moment, we are going over to the further studies of today's Rhapsody of Realities, today's devotion. And we are starting with the further study for the Rhapsody of Realities. Proverbs chapter 4, 23. This is the Moffat translation. He said, God above all things, guard your inner self so you can live and prosper. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, Think on these things. We are going to go over to the um, confession. Please do not unmute your mic. Just repeat after me. Dear Father, by your spirit and the word, I keep my heart sanctified. I banish every evil thought or contrary ideas that try to assault my mind. Anger, Malice, bitterness, and hatred have no place in my heart. Your love is expressed in my heart today and always. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are still in the book of John. Thank you, esteemed brother Martins, for sharing your screen. John, from 1, chapter 1, verse 19. Caption, the ministry of John the baptizer. Now, this was John's testimonies when some of the Jewish leaders sent an entourage of priests and temple servants from Jerusalem to interrogate him. Who are you? They asked him. John answered them directly, saying, I'm not the Messiah. Then who are you? They asked. Are you Elijah? No, John replied. So they pressed him further. Are you the prophet Moses said was coming? The one we are expecting? No, he replied. Then who are you? They demanded. We need an answer for those who sent us. Tell us something about yourself. Anything. John answered them. I am an urgent, thunderous voice crying out in the desert. Clear the way and prepare your hearts for the coming of the Lord Yahweh. Then some members of the religious sects, known as the Pharisees, questioned John. Why do you baptize the people if you are neither the Messiah, Elijah, nor the prophets? John answered them, I baptize the people in this river, but the one who will take my place 
is to be more honored than honored than I. But even when he stands among you, you will not recognize or embrace him. I am not worthy enough to stoop down in front of him and untie his sandals. All this event took place at Bethany, where John was baptizing at the place of the crossing of the Jordan River. Caption, the Lamb of God. The very next day, John saw Jesus coming to him to be baptized, and John cried out, Look, there he is, God's Lamb. He takes away the sin of the entire world. I told you that a mighty one will come who is far greater than I am because he existed long before I was born. My baptism was for the preparation of his appearing to Israel, even though I didn't recognize him. Then as he baptized Jesus, he proclaimed these words. I see the spirit of God appear like a dove descending from the heavenly realm and landing upon him and it remained on him. Before this, I didn't know who he was, but the one who sent me to be baptized with water had told me, you would see the spirits come down and stay on someone. You will be the one I have sent to baptize with the Holy Spirit. Now I have seen this happen, and I can tell you for sure that this man is the Son of God. Glory to God. Caption, Jesus first followers. The next day, Jesus walked right past where John and two of his disciples were standing. John, gazing upon Jesus, pointed to him and prophesied, Look, there's God's sacrificial lamb. And as soon as John two disciples heard this, they immediately left John and began to follow a short distance behind Jesus. Jesus turned around and saw they were following him and asked, What do you want? They responded, Rabbi, which means master, teacher, where are you staying? Jesus replied, Come and discover for yourself. So they went with him and saw where he was staying. And since it was late in the afternoon, they spent the rest of the day with Jesus. One of the two disciples who heard John's words and began to follow Jesus was a man named Andrew. He first found his brother Simon Peter and told him, We have found the anointed hand, which is translated the Christ. Then Andrew brought Simon to meet Jesus. When he gazed upon Andrew's brother, he prophesied to him, You are Simon, and your father's name is John. But from now on, everyone will call you Cephas, which means Peter the Rock. Caption, Jesus calls Philip and Nathaniel. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee, where he found Philip. Jesus said to him, come and follow me. Now, Philip, Andrew, and Peter had all grown up together in the village of Bethsaida. Philip went to look for his friend Nathaniel and told him, we have found him. We have found the one we've been waiting for. He's Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. He's the one whom Moses and the prophets prophesied would come. Nathaniel sneered, Nazareth? What good thing could ever come from Nazareth? Philip answered, come and let's find out. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said, here comes the true son of Israel, an honest man with no hidden motives. Nathanael was stunned and said, but you've never met me. How do you know anything about me? 
Jesus answered, Nathaniel, right before Philip came to you, I saw you sitting under the shade of a fig tree. Nathaniel blurted out, Teacher, you are truly the Son of God and the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe simply because I told you I saw you sitting under a fig tree? You will experience even more impressive things than that. I prophesy to you internal truths. From now on, you all will see an open heaven and gaze upon the Son of Man like a stairway reaching into the sky with the messengers of God climbing up and down upon him. Praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. I'm going to hand over to esteemed brother John for the Old Testament. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Praise God, morning everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment. I want your Bible reading. Thank you so much. Yes. Team, awesome read. Praise God. Thank you, Esteem Tamara, for this privilege to take the Old Testament segment. Thank you, Brother Martins, for helping us to display the scriptures on the screen. Hallelujah. Today we are reading the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 18, verse 19. We are using uh, the Living Bible. Uh, 18 and 19, sorry. We're using the Living Bible, praise God. Today we will be studying about um, Absalom, how he was defeated, and how God restored the kingdom back to David. So, kindly join with me scriptures, praise God. From verse 1, David now appointed regimental colonels and company commanders over his troops. A third were placed under Joab's brother, Abishai, and a third under Ittai, the Gittite. The king planned to lead the army himself, but his men objected strongly. We mustn't do it, they said, for if we have to turn and run and half of us die, it will make no difference to them. They'll be looking only for you. You are worth 10,000 of us, and it is better that you stay here in the city. Send us help if you need it. Well, whatever you think is best, the king finally replied. So he stood at the gate of the city as the troops passed by. And the king commanded Joab, Abishai, and Peter, for my sake, deal gently with young Absalom. All the troops heard the king give them this charge. So the battle began in the forest of Ephraim. Ephraim. And the Israeli troops were beaten back by David's men. There was a great slaughter, and 20,000 men laid down their lives. The battle raged all across the country, and more men disappeared in the forest than were killed. During the battle, Absalom came upon some of them. His hands beneath the thick boughs of the great oak tree, and his hair caught in the branches. His mule went on leaving him dangling there. One of David's men saw him and told Job, what? You saw him there and didn't kill him? Job demanded, I would have rewarded you handsome and made you a commission officer. 
for a million dollars, I wouldn't do it. My reply. We all heard the king say to you, I'm a Bishayan. Peter, for my sake, please don't harm Jonathan. If I betray the king, I kill his son. The king would certainly find out you yourself would be the first to accuse me. Then three daggers and plunged them into the heart of Absalom as he dangled alive from the rope tree. Ten of Job's young armor bearers then surrounded Absalom and finished him. Then Job blew the trumpet and his men returned from chasing the army of Israel, threw Absalom's body into a deep pit in the forest and piled a great heap of stones over it. Army of Israel fled to their homes. Absalom had built a monument to himself in the King Valley and said, I have no sons to carry on my name. He called it Absalom's monument and it is, known, it is still known today. And Zadok's son, Achimaz, said, let me run to the good news that the Lord has saved him from his enemies. So, no job to, to bring the good news to the king that his son is dead. I'll be my messenger some other time. Job said to a man from Cush, go, go tell the king what you have said. The man bowed and ran off. Ahimaaz pleaded with Job, please let me go. No, we don't need you now, my boy. Job replied, there is no further news to say. Yes, but let me go anyway. Job finally said, all right, go ahead. Ahimaaz took a shortcut across the plain. Go there ahead of the man. When the watchman climbed the stairs to his post at the top of the wall, he saw a lone man running to him. He shouted the news down to him. He is alone. He has news. The messenger came closer. The watchman saw another man running to him. He shouted, here comes another one. And the king replied, he will have more news. The first man looks like Adimaz, the son of Zadok. The watchman said, he's a good man and comes with good news. The king replied. And Adimaz cried out, all is well. Bowed low with his face to the enemies. Blessed be the Lord your God, who has destroyed the rebels, who dared to stand against you. What of young Absalom? Is he all right? When Job told me to come, there was a lot of shouting, but I didn't know what was happening. Ahimaaz answered, Wait here, King told me. So Ahimaaz stepped aside. Then the man from Cush arrived and said, I have good news for my Lord. Today, Jehovah has rescued you from all those who rebelled against you. What, of, what about young Absalom? Is he all right? The king demanded. And the man replied, With all of your enemies, he has that young man is. Then the king broke into tears and ran up to his room over the gates, crying as he went, Oh, my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, he could have died for you. Oh, Absalom, my son, my son. God soon reached Joab that the king was big and more Absalom. And who heard of the king's decree for his son? The joy of that day's wonderful decree was turned into deep sadness. The entire army crept back into the city so they were ashamed and beaten in battle. The king covered his face with his hands and kept on weeping. Oh, my son Absalom. Oh, my son Absalom. My son. The job went to the king's room and said, You saved your life today and the lives of your sons, your daughters, your wives, and concubines. And yet you act like this making us feel ashamed as though we had done something wrong. You seem to love those who hate you and hate those who love you. Apparently, we don't mean anything to you. If Absalom had lived and all of us had died, he would be happy. Now go out there and congratulate the truth. I swear by Jehovah that if you don't, not a single one of them will remain here tonight. The worst of that you do. 
have ever been in my entire life. So King went out and sat at the city gate. And as the news spread out, spread throughout the city that he was there, everyone went to him. Meanwhile, there was more discussion and arguments going on all across the nation. Why aren't we talking about bringing the king back? It was a great topic everywhere. He saved us from our enemies, Philistines and Absalom, whom we made our king instead. Chased him out of the country. But now Absalom is dead. Let's ask David to return and be our king again. David sent Zadok and Abiathar to say to the elders of Judah, Why are you the last ones to reinstate the king? All Israel is ready, only you are holding out. Yet you are my own brother. Own tribe, my own flesh and blood. I told them to tell Amasa, since you are my nephew, may God strike me dead if I do not appoint you as commander in chief of my army in place of Joah. Then Amasa convinced all the leaders of Judah. They responded as one man. He sent word to the king, turn to us and bring back all those who have been. So the king started back to Jerusalem. When he arrived at the Jordan River, it seemed as if everyone in Judah had come to Gilgal to meet him and escorted him across the river. Then Shimei, the son of Jera, the Benjaminite, the man from Bahrain, hurried across with the men of Judah to welcome King David. A thousand men from the tribe of Benjamin including Ziba, servant of Saul, and Ziba's 15 sons and 20 servants, they rushed down to Jordan to arrive ahead of the king. All worked hard, ferrying the king's household and troops across and helped them in every way they could. As the king was crossing, Shimei fell down before him. My Lord, the king, please forgive me and forget the terrible thing I did when you left you. I know very much how very I know very well how much I sinned. That is why I have come here to the very first person in all the tribe of Joseph to meet you. Abishai asked, Shall not Shimei die or cost the Lord's chosen? Don't talk to me like that, David. This is not a day for execution, but for celebration. I'm once more king of Israel. Turning to Shimei, he vowed, Your life is paid. Now, my people should Saul's ground to arrive from Jerusalem to meet the He had not washed his feet of clothes, nor trimmed his hair since the day the king left Jerusalem. Why didn't you come with me, my people should the king asked. I replied, My lord, look, a servant Ziba deceived me. I told him, Saddle my dog so that I can go on with you. As you know, I am lame. Ziba has slandered me by saying that I refuse to come. I know that you are as an angel of God, so do what you think is best. And all my relatives would expect only death from you. But instead, you have honored me among all those who eat at your own table. How can I complain? All right, David declared. My decision is that you and Ziba will divide the land equally between you. Give him all of it, my patience. I am content just to have you back again. Basilai, who had fed the king and his army during their exile in Mahan arrived from Rogi to conduct the king across the river. He was very old now, about 80 and very wealthy. Come across with me and live in Jerusalem, the king said to Basilai. I'll take care of you there. No, he replied, I'm far too old for that. I'm 80 years old. My life has lost its excitement. Food and wine are no longer tasty. And entertainment is not much fun. I'd only be a burden to my lord, the king. Thus, to go across the river is all the honor I need. Then let me return again to die in my own city where my father and mother are buried. Here is Chimham. Let him go with you and receive whatever good things you want to do. Good, the king agreed. 
So all the people across, so all the people crossed the Jordan with the king. After David had kissed him and blessed Bazilai, he returned. The king then went on to Gilgal, taking Chimham with him. Most of Judah and half of Israel were there to meet him. But the men of Israel complained to the king because only men from Judah had buried him and his household across the Jordan. Why not the men of Judah? The king is one of our own tribe. Why should this make you angry? We have charged him not. Hasn't fed us or given us gifts. But there are ten tribes in Israel, brothers. So we have ten times as much rights in the king as you do. Why didn't you invite the rest of us? I remember we were the first to speak of bringing him back to be our king again. The argument continued back and forth. The man of Judah became very rough in their replies. Praise the Lord. Now over to esteemed. Thank you so much, Asimbra John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this point. And I'd like to say a very big thank you to the Esteemed Tamaka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the affirmation and the communion. Praise God. The affirmation will be on the screen shortly. We start our affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, I, your name, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and old judgment. At this point, I ask everyone to please omit their mics as we take our affirmation on the count of three. One, two, three. <coughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
communion segment of our meeting praise the lord and our text is taken from first corinthians chapter 11 verse 23 hallelujah for i received of the lord that which also i delivered unto you that the lord jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you this too in remembrance of me precious father thank you for the body of Christ that was broken for us. As we break this bread, we affirm that we are knit together with you, spirit, soul, and body. You live in us and we live in you. Thank you, Father. It's an honor to carry God everywhere we go. Lord, we give you praise, we worship you. In Jesus' name, go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Hallelujah. After the sermon, I also took the cup when he has stopped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. Yes, you ask after to drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you too show the Lord's death till he come. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant. As we take this cup, we affirm that Jesus died for us. We affirm he was buried we affirm that he rose again on the third day by the glory of the Father. We affirm that today, even now, he's seated in heavenly places, far above all principalities and power. And he rules the world with truth and grace. And we affirm that we are seated together with him in heavenly realms, far above all principalities and power. We affirm that our lives are hidden in Christ and God. We affirm that we don't get sick sickness and any debilitating influences of this world doesn't have an influence over us we are strong we are healthy we are courageous we are deathless we are wantless we are fearless by the power of the holy ghost thank you lord we give you praise in jesus name go ahead and take the cup Glory to God forever and ever. Lord, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. And thank you to all our esteemed co-hosts. Thank you so much. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed pastor and you to take us through the next segment of the meeting. Thank you, everyone, and enjoy your day. Thank you, esteemed brother Martins. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Again, depending on where you are connected at the moment, we are quickly going to go over to the celebratory segment of today's devotion. 
if today is your birthday, birthday of your loved ones, wedding anniversary, whatever it is that you are celebrating, please kindly come to the chat room and let us celebrate with you. If you are connecting with us for the first time, please would like to meet with you. Come to the chat room and say your name, where you connected from and who invited you. We want to pray with you. Praise the Lord. We have birthdays today. AP says, it was my birthday yesterday. Wow, congratulations to you. God's blessings now and always. Esteemed Sister Precious says, today is my birthday. Congratulations. God's blessings to you now and always. Do we have more birthdays in the house? Esteemed Sister Grace says, today is a friend's birthday. Her name is Amanda. Happy birthday, dear Amanda. God's blessings to you now and always. Chinere says, yesterday was my friend and colleague's birthday. Her name is Victoria. Happy birthday, dear Victoria. God's blessings now and always. Kevin Neris says, today is my youngest sister's birthday. Her name is Guinea Kachuku Jessica Nelson. Happy birthday to Sister Ginika. God's blessings to her now and always. Miriam says, today is my cousin's birthday. Her name is Lillian. Happy birthday to your esteemed cousin. God's blessings to her now and always. Lillian says, today is my cousin's birthday. Sister Mercy Benwari Ujiwoba. Happy birthday to Sister Mercy. God's blessings now and always. Um, Lerato says, I want to celebrate my, my mom's birthday. It was on the 28th of April. Happy birthday to your mom. God is gracious and kind. It's indeed a new year for her. God's blessings to her now and always. Pastor Prince says, yesterday was highly esteemed Pastor Charles' birthday from Gospel Evans Church. Happy birthday, esteemed Pastor Charles. God's blessings now and always do we have more birthdays if today is your first time of connecting with us please would like to meet you would like to pray with you kindly come to the chat room and let us celebrate with you patrick says our brother patrick from kenya is my first time and i was invited by sister aliza from kenya we are excited to have you in our midst, esteemed brother Patrick, and I assure you that you are in for a great time as you keep connecting with us every day. You are welcome. God bless you. So I'm going to hand over to esteemed sister Maka to pray for brother Patrick and all our celebrants today. Do have a wonderful day, everyone. Oh, there's someone else, esteemed sister Cynthia says. Okay, sister Wumi. Sister Omi, please, where are you connecting from? Says, it's my first time I was invited by Sister Cynthia. Please, would like to know where you are connected from. From the UK. Sister Omi, we are excited to have you in our family. You are welcome to this beautiful family of God. And uh, we are in for a great time. Over to you, esteemed Sister Maka. You have a wonderful day, everyone. God bless you. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Skish, shook, prickly, frack, look, do, see, brand, skish, kiddie, 
Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. For everyone celebrants today, we declare in the name of the Lord Jesus that great grace has been lavished upon their life. They will walk in wisdom continually. Laughter will not cease and joy will continually spring forth from their lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, for them, that which causes them to be joyous is a continual spring every day of their life. Bocos e antifron la prakan de sovratija, they will continuously celebrate every day. Yes. From time to time and time again, it will be times of promotion by the Spirit. It will be time for them of blessings by the Spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus. Every day, new mercies they see. Every day, their cup continually overflow by the Spirit of God in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you for our beloved first time as a God. We declare, Paracuse, Igas, Alinda, Kadragadishto, Sopakadegradishto, for Sister Wumi and Brother Patrick, Bones are Groski, Jopra Negrity, Ragapoto Rogobosi Ketaligrade. It is a set time for their promotion. Yes, it is now by the Spirit of God. And Lord, we declare their questions are answered, and you meet them at their point, at whatever point of need or desire they have. They are met by your Spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, thank you for your word. The efficacy of your word is shown in their lives continually. Thank you, Lord God. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, amen. Glory, 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 glory. Ah, kazunta kaig das gijo frag labradorian takas kuskadila karadorian tori gibragadi. Lego sata kavratijan langrotori gozatig bredish tatakaskis. Father, thank you for everyone member of this platform, everyone who's connected and can hear my voice even now, Lord, I thank you. That promotion that has lingered for a time is being validated now by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, thank you, Lord. Yeah, glory. <laughs> glory to God. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It is done by the Spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay, um, we've come to the end of today's meeting. And I'd like to say a very big thank you to our esteemed Sister Maka and all the co-hosts for all the wonderful job you've done here every day. Thank you so much. At this point, I will kindly ask everyone to please, please, and please unmute your mics as we share the grace in fellowship and the grace the of our grace Lord. of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, is of the Holy Spirit, grace and abide with us now forever. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>